Welcome to the Wellness and High Performance Podcast with your host, Coach Peter. Wellness is the foundation that unlocks your highest performance both mentally and physically and allows you to enjoy life to its fullest. In each episode, I share bite-sized health, fitness and performance lessons that are going to help you to live your best life. So, put on your shoes, head out of the door and start stepping into your potential. Hey guys, this is Coach Peter. In this episode of the podcast, I had the pleasure to sit down with another Finn. How awesome was that? Her name is Janika Ruska. And again, like how to pronounce her name, it's not Janika Ruska. It's Janika Ruska. If you want to really get the most out of your Finnish pronunciation, you have to use your whole face and your whole mouth to get those correct sounds out of there. Janika is a neuroscientist and a sexologist who specializes in body attitude. We had an absolutely awesome chat about body image, body attitude and how to cultivate a more positive body attitude and a more productive body attitude that's going to help you to live your best life. And before we jump into the episode, I would like to remind you that you have the opportunity to show your appreciation for the podcast. If you find these episodes useful, if you're applying them, if you're talking about some of the information that you're getting out of them, it would help me out a ton if you help the podcast to grow. And you can do so by leaving me a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts and on Google when you search for Coach Peter. And I'm going to put those both of those things into the show notes as well. Thank you so much for your participation on the development of this podcast. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Janika Ruska. Enjoy! All right, and we're on. Today we have a fellow Finn on the podcast, which is absolutely very, very exciting. We have Janika Ruska joining us here today. Janika, thank you so much for joining today's episode. Thank you for inviting me. Nice to be here. Fantastic. Janika, you have a very, very interesting background. And I think that it would be a really great place for us to start today's discussion. Could you please introduce yourself to the listener and tell us a little bit about your background? Great. Yeah. I'm always thinking how I would love to introduce myself. I will eventually tell you my background, uh, but because I want to be a person. Uh, so I'm a person with really curious mind. And I would like to say I have a really caring and loving heart. Uh, so I'm a curious person who cares a lot. That's who I am as a person. Um, but from my background, I'm actually studying at the moment my master's in neuroscience. Um, hopefully will graduate soon. And then I have also uh, education from sexo sexology field. So I'm sexual counselor. Fantastic. Amazing. And... In your, you know, your counseling and your in your model about helping people with their well-being, I really love the fact that you speak about the connection between the mind and the body, because you know a lot of people believe that mind and the body are kind of these two separate entities, which is absolutely not true. Like if if one of them is unhealthy, there's no way that the other one can be at the healthiest it, as it can be. So I would love to hear from you, you know, being a, having the neuroscience background and everything. How, how, how are the mind and the body connected? 
Yeah, this is a really interesting question. So first of all, um, why I'm interested in about this topic, or not why, but like why I'm the person who talks about it, I'm currently doing the research about anorexia. Uh, and then my focus was, uh, so eating disorder, and then my focus in sexology fields was also um, eating disorders and body image. So this is my, my field, what I love. Um, but then when I started to think the connection between mind and body, I think first we need to talk about um, body-brain connection, and mm. then I will cover a little bit what is the difference between um, brain and mind. And for that, I actually would love to have a like, group discussion with many people, because I guess there are a lot of people who disagree with me, so this will be my opinion. Um, but yeah, about the brain-body connection. Um, so obviously our brain is communicating with our body all the time because it needs to keep us alive. So they are communicating to each other. It's not just that our brain gives orders to our body, but it's also our body gives signals to our brain how it's going there. Um, like when you are feeling thirsty, your all organs are telling to your body that, okay, now it would be time to drink. Um, and then kind of the brain communicates yeah, they communicate with each other. So that's maybe easiest example to give, they're feeling thirsty. Um, but when we think about brain versus mind, because if we talk about mind-body connection, um, it's a little bit more complex thing. Um, so brain is obviously organ. Um, so it's something physical, something happens there in a molecular level, we could talk. And a brain... Um, can be changed by mind. This is a little bit hard to put in our words. Um, so mind actions are like feeling and thinking. So those can change how our brain communicates to our body. Mm -hmm. um, so kind of way mind is separate from the brain. It's kind of mind is who we are in a way. But then you can't separate it from the brain because without brain, we don't have mind. So mm. this is like, this is really messy and complex system. Um, but anyways, if we now just agree that brain, body and mind, they are all connected. They just communicate. We are a human being, so we can't take them away from each other. Um, maybe the kind of easiest examples, what comes to these connections is like, if your body is tired, like you are exhausted, um, maybe lack of sleep, um, then you may feel really irritated, really annoyed, uh, or you can feel a little bit like tipsy and happy. And it depends maybe where you are in your life also. Um, so the tiredness of your body affects to your mind, how you are feeling, but in a way also, if you have a lot of happy things in your life, the tiredness can feel kind of tipsy, mm. or if you are feeling like if you have a lot of pressure in your life, you may feel more irritated. Um, Hopefully this is clear, like this is how they communicate with each other. 
but another example came actually a few days ago this happened so i didn't eat enough carbs uh, mm. during the day and uh, i really tried everything just to keep myself busy and so on um but then i just i felt so annoyed i was just like what is wrong with me i didn't think that i'm not eating carbs today so much um but at some point i was like okay i need to eat something and immediately when i ate uh so i gave the food to my body i felt so much like clearness in my head and i was way more nicer person after eating uh so obviously these are uh connected um and i'm one, sure everyone everyone can relate to that yeah yeah and one actually one of my favorite maybe examples is pleasure because so any kind of pleasure you may experience um like via your body um so you know that okay i love hugging people mm-hmm. um and that gives me a pleasure that it makes me feel so happy but if you are really like out of from your mind you are not like in a good headspace um and then someone's hugs you and it just feels hug you know like it's yeah, a it's like... physical hug not anything else it's like oh okay yeah but my mind is like maybe in a work stuff so i'm just thinking like oh i should do this next and this next so my mind is not there so i mm. can't enjoy the things what i usually enjoy um but then the question is that is there cuz now it could sound that there is okay mind controls everything but is there some kind of limit like if if i would hug people a lot even if i would wouldn't be in the right headspace but if i would just continue hugging people would it make me actually happy after a while so this is really interesting question then can the physical things actually cuz you know they should uh cause you pleasure because you know yourself um so it might turn that this physical thing mind uh might change your mind do you get what i tried to explain yeah yeah absolutely i'm yeah. curious have have they actually ever tried to experiment that like the example that you just gave actually no um but i should <laughs> I, this idea came to my mind years back when I watched Grey's Anatomy. That's one of my favorite series. Um, mm. And there, I remember this one scene where, where this person was crying, and then the other one hugged her, and then then she was like, "Don't do that." And then uh, this another person just continued hugging, and then the person relaxed, mm. and just like was super happy about the hug. So I guess like this could work and there are probably other things too which helps if you cause the pleasure to your own body. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure everyone's experienced to like other kinds of examples that came to my mind is like, you know, training for example and exercise. Yeah, exactly. Like it just makes you feel so good afterwards. And yeah. like you know, you you're a bit grumpy, maybe had a hot tough day at work, you go and train and you have an awesome session afterwards it's just like, wow. Like that just feels awesome. Yeah. Um sauna as a fellow fin like you know it doesn't <laughs> matter what's going on in your life but if you go and have a really good sauna session afterwards you're like mm, I don't even remember what I was angry about or like there's there's no worry in my mind anymore. You know, lack of sleep another thing yeah. what what you eat all these things I'm sure we've all experienced. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm not the sauna person, so that's why the face. But <laughs> oh my god, I'm <laughs> okay. Well, I'm a sauna person for you. I'm like yeah. two two sauna people in one person. So <laughs> okay, good, good. Yeah, but I I understand that, and like exercise is for sure. It's one thing for me that sometimes I'm just feeling not into it. I should do something else. Um. But then I decide like, okay, I will go to do my workout and then I will continue the stuff I should do. Mm-hmm. And after that, I'm just like, okay, yeah, this actually helped to clear my mind. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this this is how our mind and body works. Yeah. You, you need to learn um, and maybe sometimes push your limits to learn which helps mm. you and which not. And uh, yeah, it's a continuous process, I guess. Yeah, oh, 100% it is for... For each and every one of us mm-hmm. and Janika, I really you already mentioned body image mm-hmm. and how that's you know related to the the mind and the body but you also speak about something you call the body attitude yes so I would love to hear you know what is body attitude and how is it different from body image yes thank you for this question this is my favorite one um so I used the word in the beginning, the body image, because it, maybe most of the people are familiar with that. Um, and I have pretty recently come, like, I'm using more the body attitude uh, word. And I will explain in a bit what I mean by that and why I'm coming up with new word. Uh, but first of all, the body image is basically how we experience and thought and believe and how we see our body, our own body, so our own image in our head. It doesn't always mean that's the reality, but that's how we think uh, and feel about it, uh, how our body looks. Um, And it has, you can subdivide it for four parts. So you can say that body image includes perspectral, how to say it, like seeing part. Mm -hmm. Uh, It has an affective part. So meaning the feel, um, how our body looks. And then we have the cognitive part. So how we think and how we believe our body looks. And then we have behavioral part. So how is our behavior uh, kind of related to how our body looks? It's a little bit hard to explain. But yeah, it has all these four parts. But in a common language we usually just talk about the three first ones. So we leave out the behavioral part because, yeah, I'm not surprised because body image, image itself, it sounds, it's something related to how we look and Mm. it's not active at all. Like it's just existing there. So maybe that is the reason why the behavioral part is kind of left out when we talk about body image. Uh, So... So I came up with this new word, body attitude, because it's a more active, uh, active word that we can actually shape it and like work with it. And it's not just that I'm coming up with a new word, like fancy word, but it's also more than body image. Uh, it's not just related to how we look. It's just how we act towards our body, how we act with our body. Um, so even when we are not thinking how we look, we might sometimes behave in a bad way towards our body. 
mm. or also good way, obviously. Um, so it's more like it depends our self-esteem and uh, self-respect, how we kind of think ourselves as a human being and do we treat our body in a good way. So that's the body attitude. It includes the body image part too, so how we think and feel and see our body. But it also is related to other things than just how we look. Yeah, and the behavior part is really big. And I could see, mm-hmm. like the way I've noticed, you know, with a lot of clients and, and with a lot of people, is like that, of course, like the body image, that kind of drives the behaviors to some extent, mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when a, someone comes and say, okay, I want to lose body fat, I want to change the way that my, my body looks, but if on the inside you don't shift the like the attitude like mm-hmm, of, of mm-hmm. what you believe or what you what you've used to thinking about the way that you look mm-hmm. and the way that you behave oftentimes those are the people who you know get great progress initially mm-hmm. but then they'll oftentimes revert back to their old behaviors if they haven't change that internal i don't know i I don't want to say the word image but the attitude Mm -hmm. yeah 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 because it's just it's just there existing somehow there so it needs actions to be changed Mm. Mm. so how would one go about changing your body attitude to one that's more more positive and more, more more healthy and it's more aligned with you know better because of course, like we kind of like, like being healthy, like being in a healthy body composition, having, you don't have to be shredded, but you know, having low enough levels of body fat, having some amount of lean muscle mass, having a high enough of aerobic fitness. These are like some of the biggest hitters when it comes to like be, feeling good and living a healthy and a long, long life. So how, how does one go and change the, your body attitude to one that's going to serve you better in terms of health outcomes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well should i go straight for that or should i say maybe which are the most common things what like people yeah okay do? let's do that yeah then it's maybe easier to understand why uh, okay and perfect how you can yeah okay cool. absolutely um so okay the negative like or the I don't want to say negative and positive, but maybe it's easier to understand. So yeah. negative body attitude um, can be negative body talk. So how you talk about yourself mm. to yourself. Of course, you can you may say those aloud, but what is what do you think in your head? And if it's, um, I think all of us has once in a while some negative thoughts about the body. Uh, but it's different from that situation where it's just continuing. So it's if it's constant thing, what happens, that's that's not affecting in a positive way. And it can be also jokes. I know some people are making jokes about their body, like in um, like some negative comments, and mm. they cover it with the jokes. And I think it's also fine. We don't need to be like serious all the time. Um, so we may make jokes, but if if person makes those all the time it kind of becomes your reality so Mm. you kind of start to in a way believe that that this is really true 
um, and then also it might be something really un unconscious unconsciousness unconscious. <laughs> yeah thank you thank you uh, that that you have just learned to think or behave in a way which is not too good for your body attitude um, like you th these might affect what you choose to do for example if you uh, would like to go to gym and you just don't go there because in your beliefs you are maybe thinking that um, I'm not talented enough for the gym or I'm not muscular enough to go mm. there. So you are not actively thinking this, but they are somehow in you, like you have maybe learned them. So I'm not blaming anyone to have these thoughts, but they just might be there and you haven't processed, but you keep avoiding things, avoiding trying new things, uh, wearing different kind of clothes because it's just there. So that that's one form how it can be seen. And yeah. uh, sorry, a lot of things comes to my mind. No, that's okay. Uh, one um, thing I wanna like kind of wanna ask you there is like, yeah. you know, thing that like scares me about mm -hmm. you know becoming a parent someday. Mm -hmm. It's like you know, in a, in a, isn't it in our that in our early childhood, like mm -hmm. that's when we're very very susceptible to kind of accepting these things. Like if even someone just throws it out there, your parents who might be tired, they might throw something at, or we mirror, we kind of like absorb how our parents behave. And is it, is it that that's when we tend to sort of instill those beliefs mm -hmm. and those possible patterns in ourselves? Correct, correct. And I can't remember now the exact ages, uh, what comes to development of the child. Um, but yeah, obviously, a child see how their parents do and how they talk about their own body, how they like eating behaviors, exercise behaviors. So they learn these things. Mm. Um, but there are certain ages when they become aware about their own body. Um, but the most sensitive time for body image or body attitude is teenager time. And then also peers are really really important so what is happening around you so obviously you can't as a parent control everything uh so with who the a kid a kiddo is spending time with and what they are talking you just can't control all that but just it's really really important that at home they can maybe um talk openly about these like worries they might have so we don't need to deny that it's okay that this negativity exists like talk it aloud and then maybe reflect back is that true does that matter could you change something uh, how you talk what makes you feel good how you feel in your body all this so if if the, if the environment is safe at home i think it supports even the outside world wouldn't be so safe May I continue? My yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Go back. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Million. No, this was so good question. Um, so then what comes to these attitudes? I think one thing is don't care or don't have time to work with your body attitude and just like drive hard with your life. You want to do a successful career or something. So you're kind of... Um, passing the signals of your body so you are not mm. listening at all so that's one thing what may happen and I think once in a while 
also in my life that happens that sometimes I'm just so busy that I need to focus for other things so I'm not respecting my body so I'm maybe taking hours from my sleep or then I'm just eating um, a lot of not so good food I don't want to demonize anything but I know from my own body which is good and which is not and sometimes I'm just like okay I need really fast energy and it doesn't have too much nutritional value whatever I try to do this it's a short period of time but that's the key that short period of time those are okay but if you continue for a long time in a long period it can cause the problems and if you are all the time don't care uh, or don't have time it actually affects if you would like to be successful in your career it will affect uh, your career because you don't probably have the energy uh, or motivation everything just suffers if you just miss the signals and don't listen to your body Um, and few more things I want to say Uh, about these actions um, or behavior and attitude about our body and how it can be seen if it's negative, uh, the most common things. So I would say that comparing others is one thing, uh, what happens a lot, uh, maybe comparing how your body looks um, and uh, it can turn as a negative, it can be positive, so you may have a like motivation that you see, oh, these people have so much muscles, I would like to have too. But when you take it, that's like positive tone in a way. But if you like think that I'm not good enough mm. and I'm not there yet, I will not ever be there and these kind of things. So if, if it's a really negative tone, it doesn't help you too much. And also leaning to others' opinions. So this is maybe the same, that you are not in your body and accept your body Mm, so you are just comparing and thinking what other things about you this happens a lot and uh, final thing is maybe just if people focus too much to calorie intake and their weight um, so I would say that if you just focus for those and you don't be in your body then you kind of lack the whole life, the experience in life, you're just focusing to the numbers, those might help in some situations if you have some goals, Um, but then if you are just focusing for those and not being in your body, it can cause some harm, I would say, that yeah, or your life might just pass away. Um, Yeah, those came to my mind about the, the kind of problems or issues what person might have and finally (laughs) I can go to the your first question so it was how you could like change these attitudes right yeah how could you cultivate a more positive one yeah yeah sorry this was a long (laughs) long no that's fine that's great um yeah this is obviously one of my passions um so as I mentioned Maybe in some sentence, or you can pick what I mean. Uh, One thing, I think the first step is to become aware. What is your body attitude? Um, Because often we don't have time. We are just living our lives. And then we might do the unconscious. (laughs) Unconscious. Unconscious, yeah. Thank you again. Um, Like things. So first thing I would say that person needs to stop and think 
what is our attitude? Does it help in our life? Is there something I should change? Uh, what are my thoughts about my body and how I behave with my body? Am I feeling tired? All these things. So awareness is the first step. Uh, and then I would say the second step is what do I want? Because I, I, I support also the body, like um, positive body talk or positive body image mm. um, or attitude. Like that's the hype. But then it doesn't need to be your ultimate goal, goal that you will just love your body because that's maybe what I mean. So that's a lot of what people are talking that you should love your body and so on. But it doesn't need to be your ultimate goal. It's good if some person have that. But it can also just think what you want. That if you, ha- if you have really negative body talk, would the first step to be that you will just change the tone of your body talk? So it's okay that you will not like jump from here to here. Just like think what you actually want. Um, and then... Yeah, this is maybe my favorite uh, step. Try things and learn. So if we would say that we are now here in with our body attitude um, and you try something which might help. Um, I can give this later, which, which the steps might be, but some actions you need to do. So if you are aware, you know what direction you would like to go, then you start to take the steps. You try something and you know how to come back. If you don't like that, you know how to come back to the situation where you are at now. Um, Like same with the exercise. Like you are feeling uncomfortable to try something new. Mm. But please just try it for a while. Then if you don't like it, you know how to come back to the situation you you left from. So same with the body attitude. Try something. It might feel first like, oh, this is not my thing to do. But try that. Maybe come a few steps back and then think, did it change anything? Did it change to the direction I wanted? So trying and learning from yourself is maybe the most important uh, thing and I would say that routines helps a lot in this um, when you are trying things so do some uh, the thing what you choose to do with your body attitude uh, do it for certain time and like maybe a few times per week or or something like that so you can actually it's easier if you take everything every steps you can ever make at once change everything. Now I want to be healthy and have a really good body attitude. Uh, You don't know then which one was the thing which helped you. Mm. So maybe for the process, just take a few things, do it in certain time and regularly, and then you know which things helped you. Um, And just remember that it's a process. So it's not the performance. It's your body attitude. Um, so And also, life has its changes. Your body changes throughout life. So if you are first progressing a lot with the, your body attitude, 
um, and then you have a huge step back, you don't need to blame yourself. That doesn't help you that, oh, I, I wasn't too successful with this. I'm really bad with that. It doesn't help you. And just accept that, okay, these things happen. My body goes through changes. Sometimes unexpected things happen. So if you need to start working with it again, it's fine. So I think that's a really good mindset to have and understand that, yeah, it's a process, not a performance. Um, and I would say that because when I talk about um, that we would change our body attitude so that we kind of accept how we are and also um, like act against or like act in a good way with our body. Um, I don't mean that you can't want uh, want to have any changes. It's okay to want to have changes in your body. But the thing what I try to say here is it's all about balance. So if, if you are all the time just thinking that I want to be something else than I am, then you are using your energy for that. So you don't have the energy for the actual changes. Mm. So, just like, um, if you want changes in your body, you may have those, but kind of trying to change your body attitude that it's okay to be here as I am at the moment, um, and then use the energy you would use for worrying or the negative body talk to actual changes. Did I love explain that. this? Uh, yeah, I love that. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. To me, it's really sounding like the first step really is, you know, awareness. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Awareness, really. And we kind of like, it's always so easy to just operate an autopilot. You know, it doesn't take any mental effort. Mm -hmm. Like whatever you've used to doing. Yeah. It's, it doesn't take any mental effort. But the moment when you get off the autopilot, now you're like, oh, now I have to actually think what I'm doing here. Mm -hmm. And that's a little bit painful. Like that's a little bit painful. I feel yeah. like a lot of a lot of times it's like that little bit of a pain then in, immediately scares people away, mm -hmm. and we just go back to our autopilot. Especially if we we have a bunch of other stuff in our life, like stressful work and whatever it may be. So it's like that little bit of pain is actually a good thing. It's actually the first step towards the towards the journey on your journey towards where you wanting to go mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah all the triggers are always good <laughs> yeah yeah 100 percent. yeah they they kind of you become yeah you become more aware what are the things you should work with and just like yeah it can be painful to notice that okay my body attitude is like this and mm. just want to remind that it's it's normal also to have those attitudes we have grown up in our environment we have all the marketing around us um so our environment affects to us so yeah. no wonder that our body attitude might be a little bit negative or even more negative um but i want to also give the hope that you can change change it so your environment doesn't control you Absolutely. Yeah. As you know, with social media, with like mm -hmm. marketing, like you mentioned, mm -hmm. it's like, you have to look like this. 
and yeah. whoa, whoa, you yeah. know, like imagine this, like back in the day, if you lived in like a band or a village of, you know, hundred or thousand people, like it's pretty easy to be like, you know, at like, like really good at something. Like whatever it is in your life that you really enjoy doing, it's really easy to be considered to be really good when you're comparing yourself to like a hundred or thousand other people, even though you might not have to compare, but Mm -hmm. we we still do. Like it's built into us. But now you're comparing yourself to the rest of the world. Mm -hmm. And most of it's not even real. Yeah, that's really true. (laughs) Like a lot of, like an example was that um, someone was like another trainer that I spoke with he was saying that someone had, he had asked uh, a new client, prospective client, like, what's your goal? And the client was like, oh, th- this one, like said that th- this name, I was like, oh, I've never heard of that name. Can you show me a picture? And she, she pulls up a picture and it was a picture of an anime character. Like, yeah. I want to look like that. Like, that's, that's not even real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and the thing is that what comes to marketing, um, the idea of marketing is that it doesn't stop. There is always something you should want to have again. So it's just realizing that, that, yeah, the idea of marketing is to sell you stuff and they are not done ever. So you decide what you want. And also, yeah, uh, you may have some some goals where you would like to go. Uh, one thing is that even though we all have our bodies, they are different. So we have different shapes of our bodies. So we can't like take, or we can if we want to take some bones off, but it, the body is not functional after that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I can change the whole structure. So be also realistic. And, uh, yeah, that's maybe one thing I want to say. Yeah. And I think, what is your actual goal? Because um, I think that if it's that I would like to look like something, mm. um, it's, it's, yeah, it's okay. But then also... Be aware that when you achieve something like that, you are thinking that's your goal. Probably also you will have the next step waiting. Because it's it's continuous thing. We want more all the time. Um, so it's, it's, yeah, if you don't enjoy your life while doing your goals, whatever it is, it's just continuous and then you life is gone yeah yeah so that's why the body attitude is important that absolutely if you have the goal there yeah you be realistic but yeah you may go towards it but the attitude there to about your body it's it's better if it's better your journey yeah, one hundred percent. Like it's good to have goals. It's perfect to have goals. You should have goals. You should have that mountain to climb because it gives you can give you purpose and happiness. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, if you never stop to enjoy the view on your way to the mountain, mm-hmm. you know, there's some good views out there. Yeah. Like it might be it might be perfectly beautiful just where you are, but you're just so focused on to getting to the top that you've missed the 
the thing. That's really, really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yannicka, I'm very curious, you know, like, how do you think like, you know, things like that might be happening in our lives? Like when I'm listening to you now, I'm thinking like, you know, sometimes my body attitude is different if something's happening, you know, even within one day, mm-hmm. like I'm going to wake up and like, wow, today I feel awesome. Like I'm going to go and crush yeah. it today at, at the gym or I'm going to put in so much really effective working today. I just feel absolutely awesome. But then some days it's like something might happen. I might have a really stressful work meeting or something mm-hmm. really stressful might happen in my life. Like how does, you know, things like psychological stress, for example, how does that impact your body attitude? Hmm. Yeah, definitely affects <laughs> this we like we talk in the beginning how our body and mind is connected. Yeah. Um uh so yeah. It affects but I think maybe one thing what I want to say is that when when you become kind of familiar with your body um you know know the signals and you respect respect your body so you work with your body attitude then these factors like stress from work they don't affect so much or if they kind of affect you can react faster because mm. then you know your body you you kind of yeah when you learn these things that okay I'm really, really feeling annoyed and maybe angry or just tired or something. And if you are not aware, you usually just act and then you might have a lot of thoughts in your head. But if you learn these things from your body and mind, how it works, you can be like, okay, this comes from work and this is the reason that I'm having these thoughts in my head. So I will not do any actions based to those thoughts, but I would actually think that, okay, could I just leave these work-related thoughts for a while to decide? Could I do something which I know that helps me? So maybe in my case, I know that going for nature to having a walk there, it helps. So instead of just focusing on being in my head and thinking that, oh okay, I hate my body, it doesn't work, I would like it to work, I am just like, okay, yeah, I had a tough day at work, I will leave it there for a moment, I will go for a walk, then I come back, and then I can think, do I still have these same thoughts, or, yeah, so this is the whole idea, that when you learn these things about your body, you can react faster uh, in a correct way. Yeah, it sounds like, like just mindfulness. Mm-hmm. You know, like the yeah. whole idea of like mindfulness, me- mindfulness meditation all the time. This is like that. It's not that the negative thoughts are they're there, but they don't. You don't have to act on them. Yeah, you can exactly. just sort of observe them. Divert, you know, direct your mind somewhere else. Yeah, for example, breathing and mm-hmm. diverting your attention to your breathing can be a very powerful way to instantaneously turn off the negative chatter and instead focus on something else same thing like you mentioned going outside just listening to the sounds outside 
smelling things, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. exercise. I think those are all very, very powerful strategies there. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. are kind of resetting your nervous system. That's the idea there. So you mentioned earlier, you might want to go through like a little bit of the more specific steps mm -hmm. that, uh, that one, one would be able to take to really like take what we've discussed today mm -hmm. and really, really start putting that into action in their own life. Would yeah. you please go through that? That would be amazing. Yeah. Um, so there are a million things you can do, <laughs> but I would say that first thing is be be with your body, spend time with it, do, do things which cause you pleasure, um, see your body and like feel it. So be with your body, look at yourself from the mirror, what do you see, what do you think. Uh, one thing what I what I love to um, give for for clients, for example, is that take a video about yourself when you are doing something you enjoy. Um, and the reason is because when we take a pic, we can also use pictures, like take pictures when you feel good and watch it later um, and kind of see how you look and reflect and everything. But when you take a video, you can actually see the movement of your body. So you come become more aware how your body is, how it's moving. But also when you are doing something you enjoy, you maybe your attitude is kind of different when you when you are like, oh, I'm actually enjoying like dancing would be for some person. Um, so when you see that enjoyment in your own body, you maybe start to kind of realize the whole value of your body, how it functions and how it feels. And you maybe remember uh, how you felt while you did that. That's that's one thing. But yeah, um, the basic idea is that um, feel, feel your body, uh, see it and spend time with it. Uh, different things, what you enjoy. Um, one thing, if a person has uh, problems with um, kind of, maybe understanding the size or like your own body limits or because people might have these. Um, so your body image or body attitude might be disturbed. Uh, one thing which may help is going for massage. Um, and I think that's really good way because then you actually, you need to spend time with your body. So that comes with the massage. You need to be there. Uh, you are of taking the pleasure without giving it to another person because they are doing their job that's their job you don't need to give them anything kind of back money probably from the massage uh, but like you are taking something good yourself and at the same time when they go through your body you can maybe feel your boundaries like your body limits better so you become aware where your body is and also how it feels, how the touch feels. So that's um, that's one thing what might help. And yeah, this is this is highly like depends what kind of person uh, you are. So, but I always encourage to try different things. So then, when you try things, reflect back. How did yeah. you feel about it? Um, yeah, and yeah, I think for some people they can take the actions by themselves. So they might try these different things. You 
find from the internet and just like start to work with your body attitude. Um, but it might be also easier because, yeah, we just live our lives. So we might be interested in about to work with our body attitude for a while. Then we are like, meh, just continue uh, with living our life. And then we go back to our old habits. So it might be easier to take the actions with someone. And that's why I'm working with this topic. So kind of I'm here with you to take these actions and actually work with your body. And then you, when you go through all these different options, how you can work with your body. Later on, if some changes happens in your life, in your body, and you need to go back, you have learned all the steps how to work with your body attitude. That's great. Amazing. And I think something that I want to throw out there as well, is like, I think, you know, physical activity mm-hmm. and training, like it's strength. There's a saying the guy called Pavel Tatsulin said that strength is an attitude. You know, being strong is not just about lifting, lifting heavy weights, but it's also, it's, it's really isn't an, an attitude that really trans, can uh, like shadow everything that you, you do in your life and oftentimes training and becoming stronger yes it's really nice to see the numbers increasing and seeing yourself progress but also developing this kind of like i'm i can do this like i was i've literally seen myself not be able to do something and then now i've worked on it but now i can see myself doing it and i'm getting stronger so then you start applying that same thing elsewhere in your life Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, physical activity and strength training is just an, what, what do you think is the role of physical activity and strength training in this? Um, I think, first of all, exercise, it's just, this is really related to, by the way, the neurotransmitters, mm. but I will not go deep into those, as I mentioned. Uh, but the thing is, the fact is that when you move your body, it causes you pleasure. That's that's the thing. Sorry, but you can't avoid that. Um, yeah. But of course, uh, you need to choose also the activity what you enjoy. So it's yes. again the body mind connection. Um, but yeah, the exercise what you would maybe enjoy the most. Um, it gives you also the most most of the like. It gives you the pleasure. Yeah. So I think it's really good also what comes to body attitude in a general that when you do something you enjoy, you also and move your body, you see that your body is functional and it kind of it changes the attitude. Um that oh, yeah, my body is actually working. It can do things and it can cause me pleasure. Um, yeah, so this is my my thoughts about the training. Fan- yeah, and fantastic, awesome, Yannicka. Last question I ask everyone in my podcast is that because this is the wellness and high performance podcast, mm-hmm. I'm curious in your life right now, what is the most impactful high impact habit that's you know allowing you to perform at your best, both mentally and physically. Can I keep drinking my water? <laughs> Is it I... water, drinking your water? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really important, actually. Um, oh, my. It's hard to say only one. 
one thing. Um, I would say I have done a lot of work with my body and my mind. Um, and I'm in a good place with that. So I don't think too much. Um, and how I have got there is that I have learned everything from my body. Or not everything. It's just continuing still. Um, but what really helps me to stay in this, what I have achieved, like this really kind of peaceful feeling, mm. is that I'm using the things which I know that works and I have routine. So that's the thing I want to mention. So I have routine. I have decided every Sunday I do the food prep. So it's easier to live my life when I have the healthy food there. It supports my energy levels and I go to gym in certain times or certain times per week. So I'm just, I'm deciding everything on Sunday and then I just do those. They are part like brushing my teeth. It's the same thing. So I go to gym, I eat these things and then I also allow flexibility there. So the blaming thoughts doesn't come there when I know that flexibility is also fine. But I have the basic routines. So that's maybe the thing. Uh, I would say helps me the most and Fantastic. sleep, sleep and well. sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all the, all the big hitters right there. Yeah. Janneke, thank you so much. And could you please tell the listener how they can find out more about you and connect with you? Yeah. Thank you for inviting me first of all. And yeah, you can find me from Instagram. Uh, currently, I'm Jotsen Janika. It's a little bit hard, <laughs> maybe, to <laughs> type. Um, it's easy for Finns. Yes, but... <laughs> yes, because it means one Janika. Um, but yeah, maybe maybe we can add some. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll add a link yeah, to the show perfect. notes for sure. <laughs> perfect. So I'm answering in Instagram. It's the best best way to contact me. Um, yeah, that's the first place. Also YouTube. Yeah. Because I'm doing my videos videos there, um, but I'm sharing mainly my neuroscience uh, study journey and uh, some topics related to neuroscience. So that's more for the information. But if you want to contact me, it's the Instagram. Cool. And what's your YouTube handle? Uh, it's Jani Karuska. Jani Karuska. Cool. Yes. I'll yeah. put the link to the show notes. <laughs> it's also hard to type. Hey, just try having your name Puru and living in Australia. <laughs> How how people call you? Uh, it's like Peru, Pyrai. Um, yeah, one of my favorite hobbies actually is to go to a cafe mm -hmm. and order a coffee and wait for the barista to ask what's your name, and then see what they actually wrote ah. in the cup. I say, I just say Puru, and the barista will go, and then it, it's like <laughs> you get the funniest um, iterations of a four-letter word. Yeah, yeah. It's hilarious. I can imagine. I have usually Y in the first letter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Janneke. Yeah, I see even that. It's J, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. All the Finns, we, we share these problems. Yeah. Thank you so much, Janneke. It's you. been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Enjoyed a lot. Awesome. Thank you. There you go. I hope that you enjoyed it as much as I did doing it. And I thought that that was an absolutely awesome conversation. Yannick really brought something in the table that I hadn't really thought about before. And I'm definitely always really happy to have a chat with someone like her 
who's you know thinking about things differently than what I am and I think that's the key to really learning new things and moving forwards in life if you also found this episode useful could you please share with someone who you think would also benefit from this information right now in their life if you haven't already taken the opportunity to download the free body transformation guide I would highly recommend you to do so so this thing is completely for free it includes a seven-day meal plan seven-day shopping list 10 delicious nutritious meals um, recipe guides sorry that are going to really help you to move you towards your fitness goals and this thing also comes along with sleep optimization strategies and a seven-day training program that has exercise demonstration videos how to do each exercise in a way that's going to maximize the benefits and minimize the potential negative side effects out of those exercises thank you so much for your listenership i appreciate you so much i hope you have an absolutely fantastic rest of the day and the rest of the week this is coach Peter. let's do this